racetracks around Australia. Here's Inside Motorsport. Hello and welcome. Uh, this week on the show we catch up with third place runner in the Super Touring Cars round at Lakeside, Cameron McLean. We also have a chat with Ian Silvestrin about the second round of the Australian Karting Championships. Hope you'll stay with us. Ravel Steering is Canberra's longest established steering and suspension specialist. With their experience, there are no better people to turn to for shock absorbers, TRW tie rod ends and ball joints, polyurethane suspension bushes, and the famous King Springs. Ravel Steering offer a range of wheel alignment and balancing, so call today to find out why your vehicle's steering and suspension can be maintained or improved by Ravel Steering. 28 Mort Street, Braddon, phone 6247-7711. It was Brad Jones in the Oryx Audi who managed to stay in front of the field whilst all hell broke loose behind him. Joining us on the line now is third place on the day, Cameron McLean. And Cameron, sounded like you had a fairly interesting day. Yeah, it was a bit like a yo-yo today. It was up and down. We had a, um, all started out with a lot of promise in the first race. We, we had a, um, a stalled start, really played catch-up for the whole race and finished fourth, which wasn't what we were looking for. But the second race went a lot better. We got a, a, a lot better start, got off the line. We're, we're running third for probably four or five laps. And then for two laps in succession, we passed Cameron for Conville first time. And then um, Brad Jones, the next lap around. But um, it was all of you. We pulled away from those guys. And um, unfortunately, uh, an out-of-sight yellow flag, they pulled me in for a stop-go and I... I, had to, uh, I got relegated back to fourth. And then Cameron and Jim had to come in together. I ended up third, third uh, for the second race. But I won both the Independence Cups for privateers. And, I mean, it wasn't the day we hoped for, but it showed a lot of promise. And with each outing, we're getting better in the car and our race package is getting better. So we'll, we'll be looking good for now. At least it was a cheaper round for you after the engine last time out. Yeah, well, that's what everyone... Firstly, when I saw it on the first start, everyone thought... Um, yeah, oh no, not another engine, but it was actually, once I just creaked over and fired up, there was a huge sigh of relief, I think, around the whole Greenfield pit. So, uh, yeah, it doesn't get much worse than that, firing an engine at the start line. No, particularly when you're on the front row. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Just looking in the mirror, that's what I was doing today. I, um, I stalled it, and I was just looking in the mirror thinking, I hope no one hits me while I'm cracking it over, trying to fire it up. But all the guys behind me were really good. And, um, no, one, no one even came close, so pretty thankful for that. One difference in this round to the other rounds was there was no pit stop in race number two. Yeah, well, that really probably worked a bit to our advantage. If there was one race, the race we were going to win it was this weekend, probably. Um, because of the pit stop, no pit stop, our car's a bit kinder on the tyres. And, um, you know, they, the other cars get a freshen up when we do the pit stop. But, um, you know, it was all looking really quite good without, with two 25-lap races around here, because Lakeside is a bit hard on tyres. But, uh, yeah, it all sort of did the second race. It was all there for the, the perfect day, but... Greenfield Mowers team had the disappointment at Eastern Creek, which also meant that you missed testing at Bathurst on the Tuesday afterwards. Do you feel that's going to be a big setback in your program? Well, uh, at Bathurst, we, we're lucky with the car we've got. We haven't bought a car yet, I've heard of something from overseas. We, the car we've got ran last year, and they did a lot of testing there, and they looked at a lot of things that we were lucky enough with the deal we put together. We got all that information, so it certainly wasn't what we wanted, but... Uh, We've we've got that information to fall back on, so it's not as um, not as bad as say for some other teams. But um, we would certainly like to go and have a drive around and get a feel of the, a bit of feedback for our information because the tyres are different this year as opposed to last year. 
Is there any opportunities to get up there before the week? No, unfortunately, it's, um, really we get there on the Wednesday before the um, the race, but that's it. We've got to start setting it all up there. Yeah, we're off to South Australia, so uh, a moral victory today, and hopefully we'll pull off the uh, the real thing in a couple of weeks. For more Australian motorsport news, choose the newspaper with the most motorsport news. For subscription details, email msnews at corplink.com.au. Motorsport News, proud partners of Inside Motorsport. Adam Macro is currently leading the Formula Ford Championship. Thank you very much. Um, the car and everything's gone sensational so far. Had a little bit of a mishap at um, Wanneroo, but um, we're still 57 points in front, so um, I, uh, I'm pretty looking forward to a, a good race at Ford, I think. What drew you to motor racing? Um, well, first of all, Dad. My dad raced for Peter Macro. He raced um, all his life. He raced um, on dealer team and sports sedans and uh, Formula Mondial and Formula 2 and all that sort of stuff. And um, he bought me a go-kart when I was little. And I always, I sort of grew up going around racing with him. So um, basically, it's just in the blood, I think. Just um, been around it all my life. So um, he bought me a go-kart and I started racing karts and it just went from there. This year, naturally enough, leading the Formula Ford Championship, but you don't do that normally in your first year up. Oh, this is my third year, actually, driving Formula Ford. Um, I ran, um, I did the National Series last year, and I did the State Series the year before, so it's, um, I've been doing it for a little while now, but, um, but it, it is, it is, um, very, um, very good. What ambitions do you have, naturally enough, in Australia? Open wheel careers sort of end soon after Formula Ford and Formula Holden. Yeah, definitely, um, in Australia, open wheel is the open wheel careers, there isn't sort of a lot of venues there or a lot of um, different opportunities there apart from Formula Ford and Formula Holden. Um, basically after that there's, there's just touring cars um, and that's about it in Australia, the rest of that sort of got to go overseas. Alright, now with the program you're undertaking here at the AAF, what is it mainly focusing on? It's focusing on the mental side of things, um, physical side of things and basically um, just your all-round approach and how you go about um, how how you go about preparing yourself to get into the race car, and um, and I think the physical and mental side probably more important than being able to, being having talent to be able to drive the car first. When you uh, look at a program like this and see the facilities here, were you aware of how much more there is to driving a car? Um, I've been aware of it for for over a year. I do a little bit of gym work and um, do a lot of mental work with a um, a man in the team. And um, it helped me oh, so much. It's um, unbelievable the difference when you get your mind straight and focus on the things and how to calm yourself down and, and uh, think about things and you think a lot quicker when you're calm instead of sort of like things. So, um, it, helped, it helped me a lot and uh, I definitely know the importance of it now. And what about the future for Adam Macro? Natural enough, you'd like to go on and become part of the Brat Pack? Oh, definitely. Um, I, I'm enjoying it so far. Um, all three of us have done, a, done a, a few things together and it's been good and um, I hope to uh, do a few more things later on in the year we're going to go and do some stuff with the, the Ford cars and different pieces so get to it through the Ford factory and it's uh, all really good Alright then Adam, congratulations on the successful season so far Thank you very much Ian Silvestrin from Kart Oz and Ian, a very exciting second round of the Australian Karting Championships. Well, last weekend up at Ipswich, and it was probably the biggest and best one uh, that we've ever had, certainly the biggest this year, and probably the biggest in the series history. It was um, probably a crowd of around 2,000 spectators on Sunday, 
the racing was fantastic. What more could you ask for? The international car class of cars are here to stay now, and uh, with all the events coming up. Yeah, that's right. It's um, after the recent World Cup in Japan, Australians can really take heart knowing that we are as good as any any drivers in the world, be it from Japan or Europe or even North America. Um, Last weekend, the competition just showed how good the Australians are. I mean, there were 22 Formula A cars, and there was nothing between any of them. Um, it was really fantastic and great racing all weekend. All right, we might just run through the scorecards now of our three Premier Brackets and then move into the Juniors. Well, Formula A was won by Nick Agland in the brand-new Arrow AX6 chassis. Uh, he led all the way in the 28-lap final from William Yarwood on his home track. And it was Troy Hunt last year's Intercontinental A champion who came third. Uh, in the Intercontinental A class, it was Michael Caruso, the current North American junior champion, who took the win. Clint Cathcart, in his debut in this class, came second. And third was, stretching him memory, Brendan Dive, of course. And in the junior class, it was Neil McFadden who made it to win from two starts, uh, leading home Jamie Carter and James Small. All right, now we'll be looking forward to seeing this, of course, on Speed Week. Yeah, in fact, it's um, on next weekend, next Sunday, July the 5th, for the Junior Intercontinental and the Intercontinental A classes. And then Formula A follows one week later, and, of course, there's the Optus Vision uh, special, which is screened on Wednesday week. And also, great news there, too, for Drew Price as once again has managed to get himself up back onto the top of the ladder. Now, Australian karts for the last four or five years has been deemed not flexible enough for the international motors. But I guess Nick Agland, good driver, always helps. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it was no secret that the cart was convincingly beaten at, at Adelaide in the first round, and they actually went away. They built five brand-new frames for their three drivers, Nick, Clint uh, Cathcart and James Small. They came back, the frames were finished, that three days before the meeting, they weren't even painted up at his switch. They were put on the track on Friday, and, yeah, the Australian manufactured AX6 is as good as any of the European cars. Uh, Nick proving that by beating 20 other European cars to take the win in Formula A. It was a very exciting uh, meeting, and I'm sure the spectators there were well-numbered and also uh, very large. Yeah, that's right. Ipswich, as usual, put on a sensational meeting, and... Um, speaking to the club after or during the week and they packed by on, on gate sales and tickets and so forth. So there was probably 2,000 genuine paying spectators there on the Sunday afternoon and looking around just before the finals, you could you could see this main spectator hill was packed and the fences right around the circuit. Um, there was just people everywhere. The car parks were full and if you look back to last year or the year before, it wasn't like that. So it's a sure indication that the series is on the right track. To contact Inside Motorsport, Please send email to ravel at spirit.com.au. Thanks for being with us once again on Inside Motorsport. I hope you can join us next time around. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media in the studios of Triple SFM Canberra.